Hello, friends. Welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. Justin here. And also Nathan. How is everyone? Uh, I know you can't respond audibly. It was more of a rhetorical before Nathan points that out. <laughs> I actually, I like to imagine that they are responding Yay! audibly wherever they're at. If they're like at work or, um, you know, walking through the grocery store listening, they're the, just going, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks, the, Justin. In the middle of a wake. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you listening also, to the podcast that away? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> That's rude. Respect the dead. I don't know if we're on schedule or off schedule, but if we're off schedule, it's because I dislocated my shoulder. So that's why. Um, I, I'm okay. I, uh, Everything's fine. I also have an excuse. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so tonight we are wrapping up season four. Um, this is season four, episode 13. Um, one of the, one of the better titles, I think mountain challenge. It, it is. But before <laughs> then, uh, I'd like, I'd like to play the montage of what we've experienced this season. Roll it, Justin. What? I'm just kidding. I what are you, you actually produced about? a montage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to make you have some editor panic there I for did. a second. I really, yeah. really did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, he wants me to do a if, super cut of every episode." <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I just for like ten minutes, I'd like <laughs> bits and pieces, some of the best bits and pieces from the season, pulled out, put into some sort of sound collage. <laughs> I'm I'm not doing that. Maybe. Maybe in a later episode on its own or something. Maybe I'll do that, but I'm not doing that for this. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing anyone would even want us to do. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so, as is traditional, we usually like to start with, before we get into the painting, just a little something extra. And this week, we do have something special, don't we, Nathan? Well, we do indeed. We, um, we invited people to send in their lovely haikus to us um in in lieu of lengthy poems that i don't want to read or listen to <laughs> there was a whole thing about sonnets and <laughs> i'm not interested sonnets are not lengthy i'm just saying they're 14 lines <laughs> oh how many okay. 14 14 what what kind of time do you think i have <laughs> that i can just be reading people's 14 lines that's insane <laughs> i guess you can fit like three haiku four haiku into a sonnet i guess if yeah, you break it down yeah well and i i mean my preferred style of uh poem is is haiku is it really because yeah. Well, yeah, because I don't want to read anything longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only reason. Mm. Um, no, so we we have a lovely haiku sent in to us. Yay! Um, I do you have it pulled up, or would you like me to pull it up? Oh, I do not have it pulled up. I'm sorry. Oh come! This on. is from our uh, this is from our eternal pal uh, T. And the rest of you, shame on you. Shame on you. This was the only haiku we received. Um, That's the best one, too. 
It's also the best haiku we received. Um, and can you um, can you throw in some peaceful haiku music in the sure. background? Yeah, while flutes I read and this? stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it playing now? Yeah, it's currently okay. Yep. Justin and Nathan get aggravated by trees. Still, Bob paints them all. That's really good. It's really good. <laughs> It's the perfect summary. It is. It's 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 this whole show in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> I I it's honestly pithy. don't know that we ever need to make another another episode of it because that is the yeah. entire thing right there. Just we boiled it. it all down. That's right. Just read it <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again. Anytime you want to listen to us, there it is. It's right yeah. there. No, it really it really is great. It really uh, it's quite pithy. I loved it. I love yeah, it. It made me it made me laugh. Yep. It made me laugh. And it's the exact length of poem that <laughs> I would like to read. Do we, do we have any uh Bob tidbits in addition well, to that? It's not it's not Bob and I don't know if it's a tidbit. Okay. All right. However, I started thinking about something. Okay, cool. so we're wrapping up season four. Yeah, this is the last episode. Right. So of that's season four. That is 52 paintings. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is the 52nd Bob painting. Holy moly. <laughs> now, we have touched on a lot of people in the Bob universe. Yes, Bob. We have. Yep. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, Bill Alexander, the, the Mad Prussian. Yep. We've talked about uh, the Kowalskis. Of course. We've talked about various guest painters. We've talked about sons, real and imaginary. <laughs> yes, we have. Do you know who we've never talked about? Who? Uh, Larry Mahoborak. Who is Larry Mahoborak? Well, okay, so Larry Mahoborak also worked under the names Larry Owens and Larry Gordon. Ah. Uh, Larry wrote Interlude. The theme song. Oh. To the Joy of Painting. Da, 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 da. So, um, I'm sure you're you're like me, and you just assumed it was a random guy that probably wasn't that big a deal in music, right? I actually, yes, I did. I assumed it was kind of a one-off, or maybe he wrote for PBS shows or something. So, he also wrote the theme song to The Lawrence Welk Show. What? But what he's most known for, outside of those two things, is he was the original keyboardist in Elvis's TCB band. No way. Mm -hmm. The Taking Care of Business band? That's right. Oh my god. The original keyboardist, and worked on the music for Elvis's movies. What? That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, Larry worked for one of the most overrated musicians in the history of music. <laughs> um, in addition to writing the song that we all know and love. Wow. And the theme for the Lawrence Welk show. What a, what an interesting career. Right? I kind of want someone to do a whole podcast about him. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it, but no. someone should. Make it your own, people. Go ahead. Get out there. Anchor yeah, he, is free. <laughs> he, uh, 
he he uh, was definitely way more accomplished than I expected. I'll say it that way. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I assumed it was a one-off uh, as no. well. Because um, it sounds like a guy just kind of messing around with some keyboards, but, you know, uh, well, he was, but he knew what he was doing, <laughs> clearly. Mm. Now, here's the question. Yes. Which is the bigger accomplishment in his career? Oh. Interlude or original keyboardist in the TCB band? Well, knowing what I know about Elvis, which is a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't think that means he necessarily played on many records. No, that would have been in the Fat Elvis era. Ah, uh, okay. Correct. Right. Well, like a- he, around Fat yeah. Elvis era. Yeah, late, it would have been. Late 60s, 70s, yeah. It would have been. So, And even though I don't think he necessarily took his road band into the studio all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he might have used other other players. So, however, I'm not sure. Yeah, he did work on the soundtracks to the movies as well. Oh, I lost you. So his work with Elvis wasn't just the TCB band. It was also I those can... movies I'm never going to watch that show up on AMC <laughs> at two a.m. That is true. I lost you there for a second, but I think we can patch it in with your track. So, but um, eh. yeah, that's okay. It's okay. Um, you were saying that he he, he, also he wrote, worked on the soundtracks to worked on movies. the movies. Oh, right. So yeah. So there's that. But no, mm-hmm. his crowning. His, I mean, obviously, it's interlude. Like, especially now. Like, there are way more people who hear that song every day on all the various places you can watch the joy of painting, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about videos with millions of views, it, and that's just on YouTube. That's true. Um, and they all have that song in them, you know. So, I mean, come on. It's one of those earworm things, you know. You can hear, all of you right now can hear it in your head. I know you can. Mm-hmm. So, I guess what we learned here is, number one, <laughs> that uh, Larry was a very accomplished person. Yeah. Go number Larry. two... The highlight of his career was Bob Ross, meaning, number three, (laughs) Bob Ross is more important than Elvis Presley, (laughs) which leads to my concluding point. Elvis gets more credit than he deserves. Thank you. Thank you, folks. (laughs) And with that, we'll sign off for the season. Have a... I've been I've been looking for irrefutable evidence of this for years, and that's it. You found it. You tracked it yeah, down. Yeah, you can't argue with that. <laughs> for the record, I don't necessarily share your opinion, but we, well, uh, that's because you're wrong. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, everybody. With that, with that settled, <laughs> let's jump into this painting. Uh, this is season four, episode thirteen, Mountain Challenge, Bob. Please, introduce us. Hi, I'm glad you could join me today. Today, let's do something a little bit different. Today, I'm gonna start with a canvas that's just, it's dry, doesn't have any magic white on it. So, I'll have them graphically run all the colors across your screen that you need to do this painting, and let's get started. Okay, so original air date, November 28th, 1984. Mm -hmm. 
November 28th, 1984. Yes. Quite a day and quite a different painting. That's true. In a lot of significant ways, I would say. Uh, yeah. It, it's kind of, So, we'll, we'll start off with the beginning where there is no magic white on the canvas. Yeah, biggest change. Nothing yeah. on the canvas, which makes this not wet on wet. No, it's not this wet on wet. This is wet on dry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we add some wet, and then it's wet on wet, yeah. but initially it's just wet on dry. It's just wet on dry. And yeah. uh, you can tell because there's a lot of palette knife in this episode. In fact, he does almost all of this painting with the palette knife except the background. Yes. And it's it's, it's scrapier than normal, right? Like, It's a very loud episode. <laughs> yeah. If you are into Scrapey Scrapey Bob, boy, is this the episode for you. Because it's it, he even notices how much louder it is than normal. <laughs> yeah. It points oh, it out. Oh, man. It, yeah. it, it's got some volume to it, for sure. Um, it does. I, and before we get into it. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about this in detail later. This is a very good painting. Yeah, it's it it it's very good. It is different in a number of ways. In all the right ways. From what we normally get, right? Like it it has hmm. It, I, I, this may this may not be the right word, but it has more of a voice to it. Does that make sense? It's like I don't know. It just looks more. It looks more like a, a regular painting. I hate to say it that way, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's, I, it, it doesn't look like a. It doesn't look like a just something Bob could just like you know eject it, out of himself. It every doesn't 15 look like minutes. Bob. Period. You know, we'll like, start there. I don't know. There's there's a little s- something to this painting. Yeah, yeah. Outside of, I mean, outside of it being a landscape, yeah. it looks. I would not know this was a Bob Ross painting. No, it doesn't look like a classic Bob at all. No, no. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit rougher. Definitely, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, it 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 just uh. You know, it, it tickle it tickles my fanny a little bit. I like it. <laughs> you know, it gives me a little tickle. <laughs> well, okay, great. <laughs> um, so, at the very beginning, I think he takes a two or a two and a half inch brush and just again, there's no magic white, so there's no wet. It's going straight on dry canvas, and he works in some color there. And you know, you kind of notice right away that how much the magic white does for you, right? Yeah. Because I, everything's a lot streakier, you know? Yeah. It Initially, it looked like um, what it would look like when we are painting. Yeah. <laughs> like the first two colors he put on there, it's very streaky and um, the the burnt umber, I believe. Yes. Whatever it was. Uh, it does not look good. It no, looks I very knew, bad. I knew you were going to point that out. I was it waiting for it. It looks very bad. <laughs> and what he's done is t- with these with these background colors, 
is he's he, he's put a I believe a lot of paint thinner in there, and so it's very thin as well, mm-hmm. and so it's all it almost looks like watercolor going on or something, um, but very said, bad watercolor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. It looks very bad to begin with. Very yeah. bad, and um, I think it looks part like Bob of the doesn't deal know what he's is doing. that. Right. And I think part of the deal is that um, this would all dry out really fast. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, he's got a background like that, you know. Agreed. Agreed. And then, to add, and then he basically puts down the large brush, and the entire rest of the painting is palette knife. All, all of it. So all much palette it. knife. Nothing, literally nothing else is used. A scary amount of palette knife. <laughs> and to be honest, it looks like a lot of work to be, you know? It's not like, worth it to me. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like some of the things he's doing, you know he could do a million times faster with brushes, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But there's something to be gained by doing it with the knife. It gives you that texture we're talking about. It It's almost like he wanted to do it a painting of a mountain, right? Yeah. But but he wanted to challenge himself. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so he was like, what if I did kind of a mountain challenge to end the season? And that's right, what we have right. That is, ex- <laughs> wow, you really, you really nailed it. What can I say? <laughs> oh, um, boy. At one point, he remarks that this is going to end up looking like a, tra- what, he, what he calls traditional painting. When dry, and I think I think that is kind of what I'm trying to get at. It really yeah. does. It looks. I don't know what it is. It it just looks more. I don't know. It it, it maybe it's maybe it's there's. I keep coming back to the word texture. Maybe it's so there's just more texture happening or something. It's it's very textured. He keeps so. Throughout the entire episode, he keeps coming back to. This is a great way to use up the paint that's left on your palette. Right, yes, yes. So, you're just slopping a bunch of crap on there. Right. <laughs> like, the other name for this episode could be uh, Slopping Crap Mountain. <laughs> like, that's what he did. Yeah, it is what he did. But it's, because of that, it just is so much different than what we're used to. It is, it is. And he's being almost a little haphazard with the colors, too. Like he's he's really I mean he always kind of mixes them on the fly but even more so he doesn't even seem to consider it very much but it all works like it all yeah. comes together yeah it's th- so there's one point in the episode so he's done the mountains and done the there's a grassy hill yeah trees I don't know what it, I think it's supposed to be trees right in front of the mountain and then he does another hill in front of that that's a different color right to bring it out the color makes no sense (laughs) is it is it the aqua kind of color yeah Yeah. you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about yeah yeah it's very green blue yeah yeah um somehow it works in the painting but that's that's kind of like the magic of this painting it didn't matter (laughs) right exactly yeah no totally i completely agree with you there Probably sounds loud, but remember this canvas is dry. This is a dry canvas. 
Normally we're working with a canvas that's wet, and so you don't hear all that. The, the knife would just glide across there. Um, I, I did want to talk about one thing with the mountains, sure. by the way. Yeah. So, I, well, first off, I'm going to start with this. I've, I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. The best Bob episodes yes. tend to be the worst paintings. Yes, I agree. Yep. So, as you might have guessed, when I said that this is a great painting, <laughs> not the most interesting episode. It's really not. He he. I I had trouble pulling out quotes. Yeah. Um. For a while. So. There there is one quote that stuck out to me though, which <laughs> uh, it stuck out to me for a very odd reason. <laughs> um. So he's painting the mountains, and then he gets. Uh, a little bit of crimson, yeah, and white to highlight the mountains. Makes like a pink, yeah, right. And says, "We don't want to set this mountain on fire. We <laughs> just want to warm it up a bit." Right. Which immediately struck me as the perfect name for like one of those really bad, overwrought emo or post-hardcore songs from oh, right. two thousand five, <laughs> where they were trying to come up with too long of titles. Yes, that's right. That's a that's the title. That's absolutely a title. That that is a perfect title for one of those songs. Oh my god, you're so right. It fits completely. I wanna I want to time travel and go back to find Fallout Boy. That's right. When they're when they're writing their early albums and go, I got a title for you. Just throw it in there. It's perfect. Absolutely. And if they don't want it, we'll give it to Thursday. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Thursday doesn't want it. We'll just keep moving down the line under oath. There, I mean, there's ton, a ton of them that would take it. It's perfect. You're, you're, you're not wrong. Not in the least. Oh, there is, a, there is a strange thing I wanted to mention. I don't know if you heard this, too. I couldn't make out what it was, but someone was either talking in the studio at around 13 minutes and 30 seconds, mm-hmm. or there was some kind of like radio interference or something happening, because you can hear other voices for just a moment. So, I did hear this, but I was also looking up our lovely composer friend at the same time, yeah, and thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> so, I'm glad you said something. Okay, he's, so in, it, my, he's in my ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... So there was a random voice that there yes popped in. Particularly hmm. if if you watch this in headphones, you'll definitely hear it. And I had to rewind to make sure I wasn't going crazy too, but <laughs> <laughs> it's there, like thirteen and a half minutes, it's right there. Well what what do you think it is? Um honestly I don't think it's in the studio. It doesn't sound like it's being picked up on Bob's mic. What if it, do it you think like, it could be the control room? Not realizing be. that they were patching themselves in? It could be. It could be that. Um, or it could be, you know, sometimes when you have like a bunch of like microphone cables and stuff around or um, other kinds of cables, you'll pick up right. like radio free because they're like big antennas. It's just copper laying around on the floor, you know. And so sometimes you'll you'll pick up like AM radio uh, and stuff like that. So it, it could have been that. Um, or it could, it, it could have been the control room. It didn't sound like whatever it was, they weren't in the same room as Bob, as best I could tell. Maybe it was... Okay, so uh, PBS and NPR are under the same umbrella, right? Right. 
Yeah. Maybe it was some sort of early viral marketing campaign. <laughs> yeah. Where they purposefully had the local NPR station <laughs> pick up for just a second in one of the most popular television programs. Sounds trying right to, to me. expand their market. I like it. I like it. I, uh, if that hasn't been done, <laughs> PBS, uh, NPR, come talk to me. I got some yeah, ideas. We got some ideas. <laughs> It's uh, that was splendid table breaking in for just a moment. Lynn Rosetto Casper was <laughs> telling you how to make your turkey <laughs> for a split second. There. And these paintings are they're really a joy to do. They're a lot of fun. A lot of fun. As I say, these are the type of paintings I like to spend hours and hours and hours on. These are mood paintings. If you're in a good mood, oh, you can paint some of the most beautiful, delicate things. If you're in a bad mood, if you just had an argument or somebody kicked you, these are ones you can really take out your hostilities on. Strong, strong paintings. So the elements of this painting are the same as a normal Bob painting. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I wanted to say. There's, you know, sky, mountain, layers upon layers of hills with, like, suggestions of trees. There's yeah. a peninsula um, where he... Builds in a few trees. These are the most unoffensive trees, by the way. Like <laughs> to, that's very to, true. To T's point about trees, and I, and I know I'm the one with the tree problem. Mm -hmm. um, these are the least offensive trees he's ever painted that I've seen. So, so my wife came into the room while I was watching this, and I was like, "Look at this painting. It's very good." And she went, "Yeah, I don't like those trees, though." Uh. And so. I, I had to have a harsh conversation with her <laughs> about if those Bob Ross trees are offending you, yeah. you're not prepared for any other Bob Ross episode. <laughs> because right. these are the least offensive Bob trees Absolutely. that have ever existed. <laughs> they're so just there. They're just there enough, and they're not yeah. any more than they should be, right? I, I honestly was waiting... At like five minutes for yeah. the big fucking tree, right? In the yeah, left, left right. side of the painting. Right. I I knew it was coming. I felt it. Yeah, yeah. He learned just, his lesson last time from autumn ooh. days. Because he put that giant ass tree in the water and then had to build land around it, remember? And <laughs> that was that his wake up call? That's you know yeah. how there's always the rock bottom for addicts? That's right. He, as a tree addict, when he's having to build land for the trees he's already painted, it's like I've hit rock bottom. I gotta, I got cut off the trees here. <laughs> so I have a weird comparison that just came to mind. Mm -hmm. um, I've been watching um, because we have we got HBO Max somehow. I don't know how we got it, but we have it somehow. <laughs> you know how this goes. Streaming that services sound sketchy. Yeah, go just ahead. appear. Yeah. So, and they have all Looney Tunes cartoons on there, right? Like, from oh. the, the classics, there's a show called New Looney Tunes, and then there's a show that's called, I think it's just called The Looney Tunes Show, but it's a more, like, have you ever seen it? No, it's a, it sounds it's lazy. A, well, it's a more, like, adult <laughs> take on it. It sounds oh. like something that you and I would come up with. It's Bugs and Daffy are roommates, 
Okay. Um, Bugs owns the house. Daffy doesn't. Daffy basically just cra- gets to crash there for free. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> right. And they, you know, they have like semi-adult misadventures, and they have girlfriends and and mm-hmm. all this jazz. So um, there's an episode where Bugs loses his gloves. You know, he always has the the gloves on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Daffy like washes them and shrinks them all, and <laughs> Bug Bugs loses his identity without having his gloves. <laughs> And <laughs> the only gloves he can find at a at a clothing store are like biker gloves, and so he just leans in and becomes like biker bugs. And at one point, he's getting a tattoo of a flaming carrot on his arm. Oh lord! <laughs> and I just picture Bob like you know if Bob's perm fell out or like somehow he ended up with a mohawk, he could just get tree tattoos on his body like flaming tree tattoos. <laughs> Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> right? <laughs> that the perm is the only thing holding Bob together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if without, you undo that. <laughs> without that, it just all goes to chaos. <laughs> <laughs> if you somehow put like, uh, what's that, like curl relaxer in his hair? Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we're going to paint a happy little flaming skull here. Uh, <laughs> worms for teeth. Worms for teeth. <laughs> Um. And we've used nothing, nothing but a knife, except we used that two and a half inch brush just to put on some wash to give it some undercolor. And some of that color is, is playing through this. You still can see it. So you have areas that are very thick with paint, areas that are very thin. It makes a beautiful, beautiful composition. So where were we? Um, geez, what a departure. Uh, oh, yeah, the water... The water um, didn't really come together for me until almost the very end. Like I could yeah. see that he was putting it in, but the illusion didn't appear till like he surrounded it with the other land and stuff. Right. Um, you know. Yeah, it's uh, he. He kind of works right up to the last minute. I felt like yeah. on this one, like there, there's about twenty seconds where he does some light stick work. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> but outside of that. He's he's kind of booking it. Yeah, I, he had to. Yeah, I feel like he underestimated the amount of time a knife takes. <laughs> yep, I think so. I think so. Um. Uh. Yeah. Have you? So, I assume you haven't looked this up in the book yet. Um. Actually, I cheated and I did okay. look at it. How? This this brings me to this. Okay. How different is the the painting in the book? It's wildly different. I thought it might be because yeah, I the, felt like he was kind of at, especially at about like fifteen minutes, like oh crap, I'm not going to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's the same basic elements. It is a mountain and all that, and mm-hmm. the peninsula is in the same spot and all. Um, as as is so often the case with the book paintings, it looks like he took more time. Right. Uh, but the big difference is the coloring. Um, the colors are completely different. Really? Yeah, there's a lot more yellow. There's a lot more, like, muted green. I don't know that uh, I like that. Yeah, I. it looks really good. It's almost a different painting. I would say, yeah, but it, it's it's really it's really nice. It's got the same quality that this one has. I guess so that that lends more credence to the theory that he was not paying any attention to the colors he was mixing <laughs> while he was doing this. 
yeah, if they I don't think match right. at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that's it. Yep, I think that's totally it. He he was just he was feeling real loose. It was a loosey goosey painting with a knife. Yep, that's right. Yep, he a was. real stabby loosey goosey. <laughs> <laughs> he he made friends with that knife long ago. You know. Oh yeah. So he knows how to rock it. He knows how to rock it. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's pretty much it for me on this one. This is uh Yeah, it's like I said, it's as far as the episode goes. Yeah. Not much. No, really there's not. Really not much happened. It's a lot of watching Bob Ross use a a palette knife if that interests you. You'll really like this episode. Yes. Um if you don't really care about the technique, not going to be your thing. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, th- this one, if you... A, if you just want to be impressed by what someone with skill can do with a palette knife, it's it's worth a watch. Um, it's worth looking up this painting, if nothing else. Just, yeah, definitely. Just seeing the image. Um, and two, you know, I, if you want to... If you're like... If you are a painter and you want to learn, um, this is a good one for that, definitely. I would like to hear from an ASMR person mm-hmm. on the effect of this episode. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because, as previously mentioned, loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a loud episode. And very scrapey. I am going to put in a few scrapes at some point so people can hear what we're talking about. But Let it's us know super if scrapey. it tingles you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Justin wants you- to know how much you tingle. When you I listen do. to this podcast. Well, of course I do. <laughs> um, this is all an elaborate ruse. Yeah, that's the only thing we want. Um, no, I feel like this would be a... I, I, I'm not a good judge of this, because as we've discussed, I don't experience any ASMR. Right. But I feel like the scraping has to be a good ASMR noise. Oh, I, I would and think, And this episode yeah. would, in turn, be a very good episode for it. This is... But I don't like, know. Put the headphones on, crank it up to 90, and just <laughs> get ready for an experience. And, and just tingle. <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop tingling. Um, well, also you ready to rate subtitle. this thing? <laughs> yeah, let's rate this thing. <laughs> Mountain oh. Challenge. There it is. There's a happy little tree that lives right there. We just little evergreen. We'll just start right up here. All right. So, as we have done for uh, 51 previous episodes, yes. we rate every one of these paintings. We do. Five categories, four points available in each category, bonus points awarded as we see fit. Yep. Uh, I don't feel any bonus points coming. Nope. But you never know. I mean, you stay tuned. Know. It could pop up at any moment, you know? Yeah, 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 it's, it's true. It's not going to, but it could. Uh, <laughs> so the first, the first category is visual impact. Oh, yeah. A four would be it has the power to wow the viewer. Uh-huh. Ooh. Wow. A three is it has a lasting impact on the viewer. Ah. Ah. <laughs> a two is it holds your attention. Hmm? Huh? And a one is there's little or no impact. Nah. <laughs> I'm keep, I keep walking. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, you go to an art crawl. This is hanging on the wall. You look at it and go, I think I saw a snack booth over there. <laughs> Let's just go do that. I'm going to go get another Dixie cup of wine. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from a box, so you know it's good. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so... I mean, it's it's obviously between a three and a four. Yeah, I don't think there's much discussion to be had, really. I mean, um, I, it, it definitely a lasting impact, I would say. You you you'd say a three. Is it a three? Does That's it, how a lasting do you impact. That's um, and four four is. I know you just said it, but four is it's a the wow power the to viewer. wow the viewer. Wow the viewer. Uh, it's probably a three for me. I really okay. like it, yeah. But I also am not like I don't want to hang it on my wall, you know. Y- yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. it's that painting where I really like it, but I'd like to look at it, not have it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's it's the it's your desktop background, right? It's yeah. um, it's a painting that I might mention in passing next season. As, oh, hey, do you remember that one? That was a painting we saw one time anyway. <laughs> um, right. And it, it will be fondly remembered. But Absolutely. it's not going to, I'm not going to, you know, lose sleep over how great this painting was or anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so three for me, three for you? Yeah, three for me. Okay. Uh, category number two is interpretation and creativity. Mm. A4 would be the effort was far beyond that required with great attention to details. A3 is with more effort the project might have been outstanding. A2 is it appears unfinished. And A1 is it lacks attention to details and appears incomplete. Wow. We haven't, I don't think we've ever given that up. I know, I really kind of want one. one. <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm gonna be honest here, and we haven't discussed this, but I really want a terrible painting, just because I want to use those ratings we never get to use. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I I would really like to use, um, it lacks attention to details, or the design is fairly neat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, things like that. I want to get to use them, but Bob keeps making things that are too good for that. It's true. He never he never gets that low. I'm uh, hoping like season seven. There's one yeah. where he's like, "Here's what it would look like if I was bad at painting," and then <laughs> it's just a terrible. It's supposed to be a mountain, but you can't really figure out what is what yeah. in the picture, and then I can use them anyway. Bob Bob um, just has a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so effort was far beyond that required with great attention I, to detail or with more effort, it might have been outstanding. Mm. No, I, I think it's a four. I, I would I, agree. Yeah. He he really worked for this yeah. today. This painting took effort. Like there was no downtime. He didn't take mm-hmm. a coffee break in the middle of this painting. No. He, he was carving for a full 26-ish minutes. <laughs> he didn't talk about fish one time. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of a down 
side to me, but also yeah. at the same time, it means he was working. So, uh, composition and design. Yeah. A four is it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design and effectively filled the entire space. A three is it showed an awareness and it mostly filled the entire space. Mm. A two would be it was completed, <laughs> but it <laughs> partly filled the entire space. And a one is it was somewhat used. Right. Obviously not a one, not a two. No. There's no. nothing below. I'm, I'm going to say this all time here. There's not going to be one or two on this painting. No, no definitely not. Definitely no. not. It's, it's um, too good. Yeah. yeah. Um, looking at the painting, looking at the painting. Look, eh, It's a four for me. Yeah, me too. There's nothing I can take away from it. No, I don't. I have I have no issues with it, really. Yeah, design exactly. Exactly. Um, craftsmanship. It demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding, and the design is beautiful and complete. Do I need to read the other three? I don't think you do. <laughs> this entire thing is just an example of one specific skill. <laughs> That's right, and how how adept he is at it yes he he used a palette knife for what after he painted the background 25 minutes yeah it Straight. didn't take long yeah. right yeah uh it my hand hurt for him yeah you know i'm sure his hand was used to it oh man but like you gotta kind of angle the palette knife a lot you know so your wrist is sort of at these askew angles all the time well and he's not it's not gentle He's not no. gently putting this paint on there. The The noise comes from something, and it right. is some rough scraping occasionally. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, he's going at it. He is going at it, for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm giving that a four. You're giving it a four. Yep, Great absolutely. job. And Yay. finally, to end it off, to end off our ratings for season four... Wow. Criteria. Criteria. Justin, what were we promised with this painting? A mountain challenge. And nothing else, I don't think. I don't think there was anything else he said. It's it's very general. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and we get mountain, obviously, uh -huh. so we're halfway there. And was it a challenge? I think... I mean, I absolutely. couldn't do it. <laughs> no, yeah. For... It seemed challenging enough for Bob, A. Yeah. Uh, we keep talking about how much more work it was. And B, I think for anyone, the 3% of people following along or whatever, or who may have attempted this painting, this would have been very challenging. Right. So would you say that all criteria was met here? I would. <laughs> uh, as would I. That is two fours right there. Uh, totaling that up. Yep. A big old 95% for Bob nice, to wrap Bob. up season four. Yeah, going out going out with an A. Yeah. Good job, Bob. A strong good A, job. too. It was very Very good. strong. Yeah, I mean, 19 out of 20, he only lost one point. That, that feels totally right for me on this painting. Yeah, it's, I mean, and really the, the losing one point, 
it could have gone either way. It could have. That's true. But, you know. It's true. A little bit more wowing. A little bit more <laughs> mythical creatures. Um, yes. If he'd put a rainbow in the background, if he'd carved a rainbow in, I would have been like, yes. oh, well, I'll remember this. But When's his first rainbow going to be? He's got to paint a rainbow at some point. That is a good question. Are there right? Bob Ross rainbows? There has to be. I don't want to spoil it for myself. I mean, it might take 10 years to find out. <laughs> well, that's true. We, we've we got a long time going. Um, so if you know, don't say anything. I mean, surely, surely he does something. He's yeah. all about nature, and I don't know if you knew this, rainbows frequently happen there. So... I've heard about it. Fingers crossed, season five. <laughs> season five that, is the rainbow season. Yeah, the rainbow season. And if not that, I want a griffin, damn it. I want to see a griffin. You know, if we ever found a painting that combined those two, yeah. number one, I'm not even reading the rubric. I'm giving it a perfect 100%. <laughs> and number two, as many bonus points as Bob wants. That's right. We'll just load him up. We will just guess the number of bonus points he thinks he deserves. Ten? Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's like how they give points on whose line. Right. Uh, a million points. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll be, you'll be very satisfied with it. You send me a letter and thank me for giving you this. And I'd like to hear from you. Don't get to answer all of them, but I... I certainly, certainly do read every single letter it comes in. Everyone. Uh, want to say a big thank you to everyone listening for sticking with us. Uh, this is four seasons. Wow, we've been doing this for a while now. And uh, the response has been awesome, and you are all awesome, and thank you for listening. Yes, all of that. All of that. Now, <laughs> what we usually do after we end a season is though we love him so, we need a little break from Bob, and we'll usually we'll take a few weeks off. So you're not going to see a podcast after this one for a few weeks. And we have we have something brewing as well. Mm-hmm. We have a little something new brewing. Not necessarily related to this show. No. Um, but I think it, it might be something you're into anyway. Yeah. So uh, We'll see. <laughs> you'll hear about it. Don't worry. You'll hear about it. We'll make sure you do. Uh, in the meantime, you can email us. It's nothing, no G, but a Bob Thang with an A at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at Bob underscore Thang with an A pod. Uh, let us know any thoughts you have, any questions you have. If, do you need advice? We'd be happy <laughs> to provide advice to you. Um, absolutely <laughs> maybe you're listening and you know that your your prom is coming up and you need to know how you should behave or maybe how you should ask a girl to the prom we're here for you that's right we'll give you advice there um maybe you need to know how to reject the person who's listening to a bob ross podcast when they ask <laughs> you to go to prom we're there for you too so. we are we're there for all of you <laughs> <laughs> And friends, until we meet again, just remember, there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. We love you, and good night.
once in a generation something comes along. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Something so important that it will change everything forever. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is one of those things. And no, we are not exaggerating. You like a lot of things. The thing is, though, they can't all be good. In fact, a lot of things that you like most definitely suck. The good news for you is we're here to iron that out with our new podcast, Your Favorite Thing Sucks. Each episode will decide whether something you like deserves your undying love and affection, or if it, in fact, sucks a tremendous amount. Just view it as our way of helping to Marie Kondo your life. With our help, you can finally cut out all the things that aren't worth your time. Follow us on Twitter at FaveThingPod for the latest updates and subscribe wherever podcasts are located.